0: Coach Aldiro, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing well. How about you?
0: Great, man. I, I kind of want to go right into it. When did you start? When did you train your first trainee? What year was it?
1: Oh wow, it was. Uh, it was actually in 2012. I started, and then I couldn't get anybody, and I kind of quit until 2018.
0: What do you mean you couldn't get anybody? Why couldn't you get uh, anybody?
1: I was struggling to find people who wanted to train at that time. And I wasn't, you know, I wasn't diligent enough. Um, you know, I started off coaching high school boys basketball. And then 2012, you know, I, I wanted to start training people. Uh, I trained a couple kids here and there, but I didn't, I didn't really know what I was doing. So I kind of got like discouraged and went back to coaching. And I started coaching girls basketball. And then in 2018, I started a, I started picking it back up and then I, I, I learned how to, you know, run a business of basketball basically. Twenty
0: twelve, you coached women's basketball. What did you do full time? Did you have a job or were you just coaching? You no,
1: know, I've been a I've been a phys ed teacher since two thousand eight, two thousand nine. That's
0: the Yeah. And you're not doing that right now.
1: No, I am. I, I uh, I'm still doing it.
0: Okay, I guess you're just all virtual because of everything going on? Uh,
1: we were. Uh, last year we were. Um, but now we are – we started off in person four days this year, and, we, and now we're back to five full days. And we do half days, though. So that's one of the reasons why I kind of came back, because it's, it was pretty easy, to be honest with you, because uh, the, the time isn't as drastic as it used to be.
0: And that's, that means like pick up lines, come going to school early in the day, leaving later in the afternoon. And how did you make that work? Like how you, were, you you've been pretty consistent with posting content. So how did you make the content work <laughs> with everything else going on? And why were you so consistent?
1: Um, I just, whenever I'm not at my teaching job, I'm just, you know, working on basketball. So like literally all night, basically I, uh, you know, I edit it. I'll, I'll just do everything when I, whenever I can, basically any, any moment that I can. I that's what I'm doing. Is basketball.
0: Question: I'm sure a lot of people want to know the answer to. How has the online posting on Instagram, Facebook, how has that helped you in your business?
1: Um. In in person or online
0: both really let's go let's go in person first and then online
1: in person it doesn't make as big of a difference as i thought it would um online is a little bit better but um but yeah it's definitely it's i think it's overrated to be honest with you in terms of it's important but it's not as important as people like think you don't need a huge following to to run your own basketball business. Um, that's basically what I'm saying. Like, I mean, yes, it matters, but I mean, uh, I, to me, like referrals, you know, parents talking to other parents about how you help their kid is what really matters the most. Instagram is like, is like the, the icing on the cake pretty much. Yeah, it looks cool if you have a lot of followers, uh, you get to share people on there, you know, it makes the kid feel good which, you know, which is great, but it's not, to me, it's not super necessary.
0: That's interesting. You caught me off guard saying that someone who has 70,000 followers and you don't think it's necessary, or is it that it's, I'm trying to play both sides here. Cause I, I agree with you. Or is it that it's less obvious how much of an impact that it has? like you said you a kid seeing themselves on an account that has 70k they go tell another friend i don't know if you've had trainees refer other friends because they've bragged about being posted or if that's how the word of mouth works on instagram or
1: i doubt, I doubt, it. I doubt yeah. it i think more i think it all comes down to you know do you, like i said do you do you help kids are you able to connect with kids do you do you have the ability to teach and communicate i mean you could have you could have a million followers, but be a, you know, a shitty coach or trainer. Like, I mean, not that, you know, obviously you're doing something right. If you have, if you're, if you're creating a following, but uh, I just don't think it's, it's as important as people think you need the people in your area. Pete, the people in your area knowing who you are is more important than like the world knowing who you are. And in my opinion, that's what I've, that's what I've learned.
0: If you're, Doing in-person training. I
1: got a kid who lives in India, like you know, messaging me, like, "Hey, come train me." Like, what 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 difference does it make? You know, it doesn't. I need somebody who's by me. I mean, it helps. Right. It's just not. It's just not the end-all, be-all type type thing.
0: You're in both worlds. You have in-person, online. If you had to choose one, which would it be?
1: Oh, in-person, definitely.
0: I think I know why, but why?
1: Um. Yeah, that's where, you know, that's where I get to interact with most of my clients. I mean, I'm not, I I have like online products and, you know, training programs, but, um, you know, the, my revenue comes from, is from in-person clients and it's, you know, obviously it's more, it's more fun and, and engaging and, you know, you get to, you know, helping somebody in person is, is, is obviously different than, than them doing one of your programs
0: Let's say you're making the same as you make as a teacher, making more, double. Would you still get rid of that security or would you keep both?
1: Uh, what do you, I, if, I'm, if I'm matching it or more?
0: Yeah, if you're matching the after all your expenses, you're able to pay yourself the same that you're making as a teacher or even more. Are you quitting the teaching job or are you keeping it for the security, the benefits?
1: I've done that this year um, and, and, and some months surpassed it, but um, uh, I did, I think I went back to, I was going to stop this year. Mm. Cause like once, once like, once everything hit last year and then I got like, that's when I started, you know really working on, you know, I hired a business coach to really help me biz, like build a business and not just, you know, I know basketball but I don't know the business side of it. Um, I was, like, dreading going back to my, uh, you know, teaching job. But it was just so – it was such less, you know, working a half day. I didn't have to go in on Fridays. I was like, eh, I guess I'll, you know, I'll give it another year, basically.
0: What, okay, there's a lot lot there. I'll go backwards. Why did you dread the teaching job, the hours, the students, unfortunately? The- no, no,
1: I, I love – I love helping kids. I've, you know, that's what uh, teaching is what has being able to communicate every day and having to talk, even whether it's in front of a kid or not has allowed me to become uh, a better communicator. Like if I can, if you can teach a kindergarten kid how to do something, you can teach anybody how to do something. That's I mean. Cause in your, I, I'm an elementary school teacher. So like it helped me develop my skills basically. So, um, But going back to your question, I don't want to, I don't want to work for anybody else. I want, if I, I, if I have a job, it's going to be working for myself. That's what it's more fulfilling. Um, And, you know, when you're younger, when I was growing up, like nobody even told me like, Hey, you know, you could have your own business. Uh, It wasn't even a thought like, Hey, you got to go get a job and, you know, get a secure job and blah, blah, blah. But then when I got, when I, when I hired a coach to help me, uh, that's when I realized, hey, you know, you can do this. You know, you can do this for real. You just need the strategies in place.
0: Now, okay, what did the what did the coach teach? I forget his name. Ben, uh, ben, ben neighbors. Ben neighbors. That's right. And he does any kind of service-based business, soccer academies, basketball, sports performance. But and obviously, not the you spent money on this on, on this coaching and the strategies. And other people have done the same thing and they've said good things. But what in the gist did he? teach you that helped you
1: the big the thing is to that i learned from ben the most is that you have to run it you know you even know a lot of people can consider and i'm sure you've gone through this like when you first started like they don't they don't like oh yeah meet me at the park we'll give you 15 bucks type thing like they don't understand that you know this is and just like anything it's like it's it's like a business so you got to treat it like that and i wasn't um so basically to you got to set it up almost like a gym membership. Like everything is like that, you know, you're from your, you know, your recurring payments to, you know, uh, terms and conditions, uh, speaking to parents on the phone, uh, asking the right questions, basically taking like a doctor's approach. Once you get parents on the phone, you know, at just basically seeing how can you help them? And then you tell them about what you have to offer, um, All the minor details like that, you know, uh, how to how to work out a program that's outside, you know, what do you do if it rains, Uh, how to build up a a group, how to run a referral program. And, yeah, the gist of is run it like a like a gym membership, basically. That's in a nutshell. You know, obviously there's more to it than that, but that's that's what that's the gist of it. If I had to explain it really quick.
0: Why did you, okay, I'll go one layer deeper with that then ask the other question that came to mind. With the gym membership, of course, you talked about the recurring payments with the cancellation policy, the terms, and there's a lot of things underneath that we can talk about. But what's the next layer beneath running it like a gym membership that stands out to you as making the biggest impact for you in 2020 and 2021?
1: Um, Talking to parents on the phone has has made a, a very big impact and I don't do that as much now but when I was when I first starting that made a huge huge impact getting people to to get you on the phone to get on the phone with them and then ask questions about their child and to see how you can basically best help and to see if you know you're a good fit for each other
0: Got it. These are discovery calls, prospecting calls, not as much retention calls and telling right. a parent how their kid's been doing and that kind of thing.
1: Right. It's uh, it's it's the start of the process, basically. That's that was it. setting it up. Um, little things like if I'm going to if I'm going to get on a phone call with somebody, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say, hey, when are you free? Hey, when are you? Free? I'm going to give them I'm going to give them two times. You know, they're both times that I can make. And I'm going gonna, gonna to give you two choices. Uh, what works better, 3 p.m. or 7 p.m.? Oh, 7 p.m. Okay, great. I'll give you a call. You know, making sure that you call the prospect, you know, so they don't call you when, not that that's bad, but like, you know, you want to you wanna value your time. You can't just have pa- random parents randomly calling you whenever to chat on the phone. So just being more businesslike about everything uh, he, he, he has helped me with.
0: Got it. Got it. That's uh that's interesting. And I can ask you some more questions about that offline. It, so for you, why are you why are you so consistent with content if you just said it doesn't make as big of a difference in your in-person training? I like that you're posting and I want to post as frequently as you do. <laughs> so let me really preface it or give that kind of context. Uh, but why are you so consistent?
1: Um I guess it's just a habit now over mm. you know, I've been doing at it for I started my Instagram in 2018 and I've lost, I've lost a lot of followers to be honest with you. I don't know why. I don't know what's uh, if it's cause I haven't, I haven't, I've never stopped being consistent. So um, I don't know why, but I guess it's just a habit. I feel like I have to at this, even though I, even though it, I don't think it makes a big difference in my in-person training. Cause I know once I get in front of a, a kid or a parent that I know 90 5% of them are going to be like, hey, I, I really like this. But um, I don't, that's, it's, that's a good question. I, I just feel like, I almost feel like I have to because it's just like a habit now, almost. I don't know. That's I mean, that's, that's a good question.
0: That's a good default. I think that's yeah. a great default. Maybe. Honestly, it's like I, I have to. Yeah. For, for you, what would you say if you took your same energy and passion for posting content online and reframed that to posting as much about your in-person training and posting to your local audience, what would you change about the way you you produce content? Like if you took your, you shifted your focus from the kid in India or just like a global view of basketball training and skill development and specifically focused on your local audience to grow the in-person training, what would those differences be?
1: That's a good question. I would probably, I would probably spotlight players i mean i do now but i probably do it even more um i would probably go over more things i would probably post more things that are personalized to what's going on in my training program the reason why i don't and i do that sometimes the reason why i don't do that on instagram is because it's a broader audience that you know if you live in chicago but you follow me uh you don't really care how you know timmy's doing in my group you want to see like You know, you want me to teach you basically uh, uh, a new skill or movement. So that's that's how I would alter it if it was just for like a smaller community um, within my local area. That's that's a really good question.
0: Yeah. And what I'm really trying to do, to be honest, is you're in it, you're doing it, you're executing on it, trying to get you to speak your own strategy that will work for you and for everybody else that makes sense. Right. Yeah, so just to me, it seems like you still can help that kid in Chicago, even though you're in New Jersey, if you, because your captions are educational. So if you educate about little Timmy in your last training session, (laughs) and little Timmy's education still helps the kid in Chicago, like how can you nourish two birds in one nest? You know?
1: Right, Yeah. no, you're right. You're, You're definitely, I agree with you, yeah. I could definitely do a better job of of, of that and uh, hitting hitting both of those at the same time.
0: I mean, look, you got seventy k followers, so of course you're you're doing something right. <laughs> and you said you lost followers, or did you just slow down in your no, traction I, of I, followers?
1: I, I mean, I lo- I lose them like, I'm losing them like crazy. I used to be at seventy one k, and now it's like sixty seven point six. I'm looking at yep. it now. But yeah, yep. it's uh, yeah, it's slowly trickling down. Uh, I don't know why. I, 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 I'm i not sure, but uh, hopefully it'll pick back up.
0: For sure. Uh, man, I'm thinking, honestly, I think this is a, is a quick one, <laughs> a quick conversation, but I do think there were some good nuggets here. Uh, I'm trying to think, is there anything else you would suggest or advise or any information you would share with basketball trainers who are, I guess, teaching or having another Part-time or full-time job but want to do this full-time.
1: Uh, I would say that you can do it full-time. Uh, I only kept my my teaching job because it was so easy this year because of everything that's going on. But uh, you know, it's definitely it's definitely possible with the right strategies to do. Uh, you, you can earn an income doing anything, but I mean, you could definitely do this. You know, people will pay you for your your expertise. I mean, yeah, you know that, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's possible. You could do anything as long as you have the right strategies and and you get help from other people who, who, who know what they're talking about. Uh, I think, I think anybody that's, that's good at communicating can, can monetize it.
0: Should we be posting or not? That's my last question. 'Cause I I think some trainers may be confused, like, dang, do I do I keep posting right now and working yes, as hard no, as I man, have? No,
1: I, I think you should. <laughs> I, I I'm still going to. I just I think people think I think people think that it's like it's not the most important thing. So like but I like to do it because I like, you know, I, I don't know, I, like I said, it's just a habit. I would post, yes. I would and if you at, at least like if you're just more local and you just want to like, kind of hit your, just like you talked about, at least, you know, just post your kids, you know, doing this, doing that, do a voiceover. Um, I, every time I've put in more time to Instagram and I used to put in more time, which is probably why I, I was, you know, I was doing better. Uh, it has rewarded me with the more details, but like I said, it's not going to, I don't think it's going to break you are in-person training if you don't post as much. But I don't think it hurts Hurts it. So I would I would do it to answer that's your a,
0: question. No, that's, that's fair. That's fair. It's a very honest assessment from somebody who's uh, really in the trenches and doing it and consist- been consistent for three years now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Building a, a, a big following. So, man, thank you for the time. I appreciate the input. And I uh, definitely want to have you on again.